I'm bleeding myself. So yeah, I would say reallocate your time to the level of the quality of that relationship and definitely reallocating and getting rid of old is definitely harder, I would say. If you can be honest and vulnerable and and direct, I really think that they'll appreciate the honesty and they'll respect it even if they disagree. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. How do you help people see that what you do for a living is a real job that needs to be taken seriously when it's different from a normal career? Oh boy, such a challenging question. I so (laughs) it's the hardest thing in the world. I really feel like this might seem like a cop out, but honestly, there's some people who won't believe it until there's enough time that goes by. Some people require to my to the first point. It's not my point. It's our point. To our first point, for most people, seeing is believing. So I know in the beginning, I was embarrassed to say I was a podcaster. I was genuinely embarrassed because I knew what people were thinking. Like, what What do you mean? How is that possible? That can't be your job. Now it's kind of the opposite. When I say I'm a podcaster and we cross a thousand episodes, people are like blown away. And you know what the weird thing is? In a weird way, they have no idea how successful we actually are because they don't know podcasting. So I think that that's kind of the frame is it doesn't really matter show them through your actions and just try to do it for as long as humanly possible because when you get results, people will jump on board. Honestly, it'll be some people you don't even want to jump on board. But that's what I would say is communicate the truth and say, look, yeah, it might not seem like it's that serious, but this is something I feel fulfilled doing. This is something that I want to do. This is something that I want to try. And this is a real job to me. I put a lot of my time, energy, and effort into this and I intend on blank. What is the result you intend on getting? And then factor in time. Time tells the truth. That has been Alan and I's quote for the week. Time always tells the truth about a lot of things, especially the intentions that you set. Uh, I like this question a lot because I was an electrical and computer engineer from one of the top technical schools in the world. And I went from that to I'm a podcaster. Well, at first you were shooting videos on the beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm a YouTuber. No. So the credibility that you get as an engineer is so fascinating. I remember back in college, I would I would uh, party at other schools, and when I would meet people, they would ask, what do you do? And I'd say, well, I'm an engineer. I go to WPI. And after that, they would shift. That, oh, so you're a genius. And it's like, I mean, I appreciate it, but you can't just blanket statement and assume you know everything about me because I go to a school. Trust me, there's a few people there that are not. But anyways, um, at the end of the day, people do judge a book by its cover. And at first, when you're an entrepreneur, if you can't handle the judgment and the disrespect that you will receive, I went from a 1% earner in corporate America as an electrical and computer sales engineer for a top automation company on the planet to a broke entrepreneur who started a podcast. I mean, you want to talk about being able to deal with people thinking you're full of it or thinking you're, 
lying or thinking in hindsight quite frankly i now realize that most people didn't think we'd succeed i didn't know Mm -hmm. that back then back then i wondered like how could they not see my effort and all that uh you gotta let it motivate you in my opinion that's the only way and if you talk to successful people you start to notice this pattern some people got demoralized by the people who don't believe in them uh my girlfriend for example someone said there's no money in podcasting And she got motivated as hell by that. And so did I. I was like, oh, really? Right? And, you know, well, tell this person we make a half a million, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then two days later, Joe Rogan sold his podcast for $100 million. Right? So the person's just talking. Uh, I would say walk your talk. Let it motivate you. Let it drive you. Keep it in here. And uh, I really do think that's the only way that I've seen people get through that because it really is difficult. Kevin has done a great job surrounding himself with people who believe in him more than he believes in himself. I have not done a good job of that. Uh, and it was very, very hard for me. But the one thing I will say is that the people who I have three names that I'm thinking of that didn't believe in me at all and were, were vehemently against everything that I said I would do. And they were very unkind and arrogant. And they motivated the hell out of me. And who knows, maybe one day I'll thank them because it definitely motivated me and it drove me. And I think that's important. I really do. I really do. What is harder to change? Removing the right people from our circle of influence or finding the right people to enter into our circle? Ooh. Wow. Removing. Removing is more important because it will create the space for the other people. Uh Everyone right now, think about their life. You are already probably spread pretty thin at the level you're currently playing in terms of persons, places, things, and ideas. And the idea of more, 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 this is why Essentialism is one of my favorite books of all time by Gregory McKeon. See the poll in Next Level Nation if you want to join book club. I'm just joking. But you have to remove first. This is such a weird thing because we weren't taught this in school. If you remove first... See, we think like, oh, saying yes is a good idea. And it is. It is if it's the right person's places, things, and ideas. But we don't, we don't figure out who we are in life. And this is a Matthew McConaughey quote. We do not, we're not born and like, oh, I know who I am. No, we go out and explore and we figure out who we are not. And so you have to ask yourself, who's the association that I know is bad for me? And this is the hardest part of Chasing Dreams right here. And I've been there a thousand times. Who is the person in my life who's the worst for me? No matter how much you love them, no matter whether it's family or friends, who is the person in my life who is the worst influence on me? What's the name? Okay. The next step is to, uh, to, to reallocate time. And when you reallocate time, now you have free time in your calendar, in your life that could be filled with more opportunities. And I think more opportunities will come, but right now you're probably so overwhelmed that you won't even be able to take new opportunities. So you gotta, you gotta empty the cup out before you can fill it with more. And I think that's important. If somebody came to me and said, Kev, uh, you have two options. One, you can plant these new trees or two, you can dig up these old trees that have been here for 25 years. I'm choosing the first one for sure, because anything that has roots, I think is harder to remove. So I would say, removing people is challenging because you have memories, you have emotions, you have nostalgia, and you have expectations. Whether we like it or not, 
people often think that they are entitled to our time. They think they are entitled to our energy because they've always had it. And it's very, very challenging. I, yeah, I would say that for sure. There's roots. And when the roots run deep, it's very, very hard for you to remove those, remove those people. And to Alan's point, he used this word, reallocate. Maybe you don't need to remove. Maybe you need to reallocate. We talked about this recently in group coaching. There's things that feed you and things that bleed you. If you're giving something, say you're giving something 40 hours a week of your time and you're just miserable and it's not giving you anything back in return, that's bleeding you. And you have to do the same with your relationships. I'm spending two days a week with this person, so I'm putting in a level six time, I'm getting a level two return on that. They're just, they're constantly negative, they make me feel bad about myself, I'm bleeding myself. So yeah, I would say reallocate your time to the level of the quality of that relationship and definitely reallocating and getting rid of old is definitely harder, I would say. What is the conversation you have around outgrowing your friends with someone you need to move on from? Wow. Hmm. Tough questions, questions just, today. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't we just try to keep them easy maybe? You know, <laughs> moving forward. I'm just, I'm, no, no, no. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally uh, kidding. <laughs> I just get so nervous. Um, what have I done? Dude, there's no easy answer to this one. I, I would say, aim one more time, please. What is the conversation you have around outgrowing your friends with someone you need to move on from? Okay. Okay. I got this. <laughs> That's my ego anyways. Um, is, is there a way to communicate this? First of all, write down bullet points and come in with vulnerability. And this is the analogy that I use. I try to use this analogy. And maybe this doesn't land now that I'm talking about it, but I I know I'm not an Olympic. I know I'm not perceived by you as an Olympic athlete. I do know that, okay. And this might sound crazy, but I am trying to do something in the world that I believe is super, super, super challenging. So please, on this analogy, understand that I'm playing for the gold medal. And what is required of me in order to achieve an Olympic gold medal is making it so that I don't have the, the time to spend with a lot of people who are, who are not trying to achieve their greatest potential. And, and I'm not saying that you're not, maybe you want different things than I do, but I'm not as available as what you would like. And I'm sorry, but I'm never going to be. And I think I'd rather be honest with you up front about that. And, and I'm not just saying this and, and, who knows? Maybe these people will be mad at me forever. And and if that's the case, it is it is what it is. And there's that that's par for the course. There's nothing I can really do about that. But I said no to three weddings of people that I have very strong relationships with. One of them in particular um, asked me to be, you know, in the wedding party, and it's across the country, and I'm not going to be able to do that. And even this past weekend, I told the story last week. I had a graduation party from one of my cousins, and we had the Next Level Hope Foundation event that same day. And the answer is no, I can't go. And the reason why is because this Next Level Hope Foundation is my level 10 priority. And I'm sorry that I'm not going to be available. That conversation sucks. It sucks and it's never not going to suck. 
but it is necessary if you want to achieve your dreams. And I know a lot of really successful dream chasers, some people that are that are fairly famous, some people that are multimillionaires, and a lot of them don't talk about this publicly because, and I understand why, but they had to sacrifice a lot of relationships to get where they are because their work and their mission consumed such a large part of their life. And you always got to find whatever line is aligned for you. Um, and it all depends on what you want out of life. But that conversation, if you can be honest and vulnerable and, and direct, I really think that they'll appreciate the honesty and they'll respect it even if they disagree. It's a great answer. It's a, it's a challenging, it's a challenging thing. I think that you, to Alan's point, you just have to be honest. Hey, I know, I know a lot has changed over the last blank, whether it's been the last month, the last six months, the last year, two years, whatever. Um, but I'm not going to be able to do these things anymore. Like we used to, this is what's aligned for me. If that's something that you want to do, I'm, I'm more than happy. But for now, these other things are kind of off the table. I think you just kind of, yeah, you have to, it's, you're not breaking up with somebody, but you're just saying these things aren't part of who I want to be anymore. I don't, I don't want to go out to the bar and drink. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Now, if you want to come to this with me, that's aligned. If not, I totally understand. Maybe that's not your boat, but that's what I am doing. And that's, that's a new core value I have. And that's who I'm leaning into. And that makes me the most happy and the most fulfilled. I think it's just the truth. Yeah. It's the, it's the most challenging thing in the world because odds are the person's not going to like the answer and they're going to be frustrated with you. But to Alan's point, eventually, hopefully when they transition to, they want what's best for you, regardless of themselves, maybe they'll understand then. Hey everyone. I'm Helen Baker from Melbourne, Australia. I'm an entrepreneur and a client of Alan's from Next Level University. I've had many business coaches in the past and I can honestly say that Alan is seriously next level and excuse the pun, but he has this unique ability to help you find a solution to your business problems uh, using his intellect and his business modeling and his genuine heartfelt desire to help you achieve your goals. I can be vulnerable with Alan, I can share anything and feel comfortable in his presence, knowing that at the end of our coaching sessions, I feel empowered to do incredible things. So if you're looking for a business coach, I highly recommend Alan because his advice and his ability to coach you will be instrumental in achieving your success. If you are someone who is motivated by the doubters, could you argue that there is some benefit to keeping them around? Ooh, interesting. Another great question. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could argue that. Um, but it needs to be in the right doses. You got to be real careful. Uh, Kevin and I were talking behind the scenes earlier and... Um, you were saying something along the lines, Kev, of I didn't want you to have to go through that again. We were oh, going to go yeah, back yeah. into a past environment that has never really been um, very savory for me or, or positive, I think. But I do think there are times that it motivates the hell out of me. And so in the right, you got to be real strategic though, right? You got to walk that line really fine. So yes, one could argue that. It's a great question. But honestly, you're going to have doubters more than enough. So you don't have to go seeking them. <laughs> you know, like seriously, don't go see, like 
you know, Jennifer Lopez says this. I love this quote. I know I say it all the time, but she said, if I listened to all the people who said I couldn't sing or I couldn't dance or I couldn't act, even after I became famous for these things, I'd be sitting in a room doing nothing. So if Jennifer Lopez is being doubted, like, of course we all are. Seriously, I'm not kidding. This is a thing. Okay. It's, it's a thing. And, and you don't have to go looking for doubters. I changed my answer. Don't go looking for doubters. They will find you. Don't worry. (laughs) I don't, uh, just transparently, I don't do well with doubters. There's a reason there's very, very, there's none in my life. I, I do not work well under that pressure. It makes me question myself. It makes me wonder if I'm good at anything. So I would say you just get rid of them and then lock yourself in a room of positivity. That's what I would, that's what I would say. So my answer will be different. Real quick play by play. I get an audio message, right? It's, it's, 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Hey, Alan, uh, just got off a couple sales calls. <laughs> um, am I even good at this? Like, I, what, do you, what, do you, what is your process with the, what's your intention with these calls? You know, it's just it, it, don't spend your whole life getting gaslit. No, yeah. Kev, this has nothing to do with that, uh, with you and your inadequacies. You're not inadequate. You're great. You're the best podcaster I know. You do more podcasting than anyone I know. Seriously, between our show and other shows, there's no one I know who does more podcasting. And so I'm not just saying that you walk the talk and no, you don't have to gaslight yourself. So if you have low, if you already have self-doubt, the last thing you need is other people doubting you. Seriously. And I'll say this really quickly. We have a team member who shared this with me. She said, honestly, one of the reasons why I don't tell people my goals is because I'm just being vulnerable right now. I don't know if I can handle doubting myself any more than I already do. And they get in my head, you know, so don't let people get in your head and doubt, you know, you need people who are truthful with you, yes, who want you to be practical and realistic, but who really do believe in possibilities. And if people are, are being hateful or doubtful, you know, there, there isn't a lot of benefit. Um, but since you're going to get haters anyway, and you are going to get doubters anyway, and that's a fact, I'll call them doubters rather than haters, naysayers, let, let it motivate you because that's the only way you can really attack back for lack of better phrasing. Otherwise, you'll have to cut them all out of your life like Kevin has. Hey, it's worked tremendously for me really has quality over quantity all right last question we got to hammer it alan one minute or i'm i'm leaving i'm turning it off and we're shutting down (laughs) go ahead (laughs) (laughs) how do you know if someone has good intentions with your relationship with them uh (laughs) i'm gonna answer this one a different way (laughs) I hope you don't mind if I jump in here, Kev. No, no, I, I, you got to go first so I can wrap us up at the end. Okay, I have a lot of people in my life who I do believe have good intentions. But I think that intentions are only one-third of the equation. I think the equation is pure intentions. I think the approach, and then I think the result. I think they all matter. And don't get me wrong, some people do have malintent, so that's another category, Okay. But I, I do believe that not a lot of people, I do believe a lot of people want what's best for us. They just maybe don't know what's best for us or they have low awareness or they have low self-belief or they're scared or they're scarce. And so this is the analogy. Someone can intend to climb Mount Everest, but they, they aren't capable yet. And so there were a lot of people early on in my entrepreneurial journey that I think did want, did have pure intentions to support me, but they aren't capable of supporting me. And what I mean by that is if you don't know how to grow and scale a global business, your advice isn't helpful. It's actually hurtful 
Um, and I've had to call people out about that because it's like, why are you saying these strong opinions with very low awareness? Like you don't really know, you know, you go to your mechanic when your car breaks down, you go to your business consultant who's grown and scaled multiple businesses when your business breaks down. You don't, you don't ask your mom or your aunt, right? And, and, and you shouldn't, by the way. So I think your mom and your aunt might have pure intentions. I think their approach and their belief in themselves and their awareness might not. Uh, capabilities matter a lot in this. And, and just because someone wants to believe in you doesn't mean they're capable of believing you because maybe they don't believe in themselves. I would just say actions speak louder than words. You have to look at the trend more than any one thing. It, you, and again, this again, this is going to sound like a cop out, but I, we all know deep down, you know, every time I go see this person, the first thing they say is, "Hey, how's that podcast going?" Like, okay, if you look at that long enough, that's probably negative, and they're probably trying to poke fun at you. So that's one way. Yeah, you got to be careful to what uh, be careful of what people say, but you got to look at their actions. Do they try to make your life easier? Do they try to make you dream chasing easier or do they try to make it more difficult? That's a pretty good way to, to think about it. Think about this. If you're somebody who is gluten-free or vegan or a vegetarian or whatever it is, do the people in your life make that easy or do they make it more challenging? And do they kind of disregard the fact that that's a choice that you've decided to make? I would put your dreams and your goals in alignment with that. Okay, next level nation. As you can see below wonderful Amy, if you're watching this live and or the replay, if you're not watching this, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Many of us take summers off and we say, you know what? I'm just going to take it easy. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to have a marg on the beach and I'm just going to let my goals wait until I'm done with summer. Do not let another summer go by where you're not chasing your dreams. We have our seventh round of group coaching starting on July 12th. We have a brand new workbook. You'll be on the app. This is going to be the best group that we have put together because we have more feedback from other groups and we have more resources and Alan and I have done this at this point six times. So please join us. Everything you need to know is in the link below, whether you're watching this live or the replay. And we also have payment plans for people who want to spread out the payments. We want to make it as affordable and as accessible as possible. July 7th, after the 4th of July weekend, we have a monthly meetup about how to become the healthiest version of yourself. We talk about health, wealth, and love and we want to make sure that we are being holistic. We don't want to be healthy and wealthy, but not in love. We want to be all three, healthy, wealthy, and in love. So we have a monthly meetup. Come join us. Uh, if you are a listener of this show, you are going to fit perfectly in this community. These are a chance to really interact either through chat. You don't have to put your camera on. You don't have to put your mic on. It's entirely your choice. You can participate a ton or you can participate not at all and just listen in. It's entirely up to you. These are really powerful. These are private. These are not repurposed. And we can talk about real challenges with real people in the real world. And that's what they're about. Next Level Nation, as always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And as you know, at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow. 